The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You found the taxi stand hour. <laughs> On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, everybody. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI streaming network on this Sunday, January 29th of 2023. From the com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And over there in the uh, box to your immediate left, that would be from Queens, New York in the Radio TFI executive tower the one and only benevolent ed van ness good morning sir good morning kids and kids we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week we have a history making day here in the uh, big apple today we tie the record for the latest day in the year without snow we have not had any measurable snow yet, and here it is, January the 29th, 2023. Tomorrow we break the record. The forecast shows no snow for at least a week or two. Uh, it's going to be in the 50s today. We're going to hit, hit sub, sub-freezing uh, during the week, but still no snow. It's not like we're in Minneapolis, but once again, we trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. We hope otherwise everything is going just peachy for you. We got uh, we got lots to talk about today. We got a, we got a special guest coming on. We've got football to talk about. Big football games to talk about today. We have uh, music later in the uh, in the in the second hour and just killing time. We we have the one hit wonders where will Bill Fancher finally notch up a victory? Unlikely, but hey, you never know. Uh, anyway, young Mister Shannon, how the hell are you, sir? Well, just another just another week in paradise, I guess you yeah, can say. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. We've had our actually this is the second week that we're going to experience below normal temperatures here. We've been hanging around, we've been the we've been living the dream. Isn't 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 absolute zero normal in Minneapolis? Uh, well, actually, I, I think at this time, for this time of year, the, the ex- high temperature, the average high is around 20. 20? Yeah. Kill people Which, crazy. Which, believe it or not, 
which believe it or not is tolerable it really is there's no wind 20 degrees is actually tolerable so is bill fincher's tolerable too doesn't mean i want it all the time oh hey well there's always that <laughs> once a week but, seems to uh, be plenty but we're gonna get a little chilly this uh this week right now it is currently four below zero what do you mean this week you're chilly all the time you're in minnesota for goodness sake Oh, but the but the spring and summer months are worth it. I'm sure they we are. Get about, we get about three weeks of spring. Yeah, and then then the blast furnace comes on. Yeah, I've I've been there when it goes from uh, from fall to winter in late September. Uh, <laughs> literally in the span of a football game, I've told that story a million times. We're not going to tell it right now. Well, John, with the doldrums of winter coming upon you, I'm sure you're feeling a little low. So I have just the thing. Make you feel better. Your your most favoriteest. In my eye. There you go. Here we go. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch, brought to you by Pete and Tony's down by the highway. We're gonna close the week exactly like they did last week at thirty thirty dollars and thirty six cents. Zero change. Lift closed the week at sixteen eighteen, up seventy eight cents. Tesla closed the week at 177.90, up $40.48. This has been a Radio and TFI Market Watch. Ay, caramba! <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you love him. You can't live without him. But he's not here today. From. Oops. From the wrong button oh. department. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it's Bill Fancher. Good morning, all you hot tamales. Oh, I thought that was the weather forecast in Mexico City. Chilly oh, today. hey. Chilly uh, today, hot tamale. We had snow last Tuesday. Nobody cares. Oh, oh you bitching about you didn't get no snow. We had snow down here. Not bitching reporting, sir. Ah. Uh, Ah, <laughs> learn the difference. Bitching. How are you this no, morning, if it sir? Snowed. That would have been bitching. Reporting yeah. the fact that, of course. Hey, I got an idea. I'll come out and give you. I'll come out and pay you a visit there, and then you'll get two feet of snow. Oh. Uh, that's inevitable. My brother Jim comes down to visit, and we wind up getting snow and nasty weather. And I'm like, Jim, stay up in Minnesota. Does Jim know how to speak into a microphone? No, he does not. Clearly, it's a family thing. <laughs> Pull it in a little closer there, Skippy. That's her. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah, well, be that as it may. Okay. I, anyway. I, uh, well, now, now we've got this. Uh, all, all the greetings. Before we get into anything else, and just, just I, I've never seen this before in, in all the years we've been doing the Market Watch. We have never had a zero. This is exactly Uber, Uber closed the week exactly where it was last week, and, and and I just I I looked at it yesterday. I was like, wait a second, this is last week's card. Uh, so I I don't know what that says, but I just found it very. Uh, it says it closed it. What it closed at last week? Yeah, but remember that's a whole week of trading, and it still landed in the same place. It's not like it's one. Maybe day. they weren't trading. Meanwhile, Tesla Tesla took a took a little bit of a SpaceX rocket. They picked up forty dollars in, in uh Lyft is almost spending lunch money now, the the way it's getting <laughs> up there. Yeah, but no I, kidding. But anyway, I uh, I digress. I 
Yeah. Anyway. So, like like Ed said, we are expecting a guest to come and join us here uh, in a little bit of time. But what we'll what we'll wind up doing is we'll just kind of change the order of things here a little bit until she does arrive. We're expecting Miss Cara Schultz to come come and join us here. Come and join us. Jesus, where did I learn that? Uh, <laughs> we're expecting her to come on here. We're going to uh, talk about uh, a little incident that happened. This actually happened a couple of months ago uh, in her home state. Actually, her home, uh, her home turf, basically, there in Kentucky, uh, where um, a gym teacher decided he was going to walk in to a girl's locker room to basically supposedly quiet the young girls down while they were still in the uh, phase of getting uh, dressed or yes. changed. So <clears throat> was this a, a, was this a high school or junior high or what? Well, I didn't, it, I didn't I, remember hearing what I thought, by I thought the, they said it was high school. I thought they said it was a high school. Judging by the age, um, of the girl, I'm guessing it was going to be high school. Um, I'm, I'm guessing because her daughter was involved. How and old were they? Fourteen. So okay. I'm guessing yeah, that, that could be freshman. freshman. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, but we're going to go ahead and, and uh, we'll just hang on to that for a couple minutes and just kind of reverse order of things here. So, I'm sure you guys have been paying attention to the. Uh, uh, situation now where it looks like uh, Mike Pence, the former vice president, has obtained some top secret documents, uh, as well as uh, obviously Trump and and uh, Joe Biden. I, I, well, maybe, well, I, I forgot. I was at the in D.C. last week. Maybe I should bring these back. <laughs> are they top secret, or are they just folders that look cool? Folders that look cool. <laughs> you know what I think it was? If you remember from back in the days when I was still doing the Shannon files and you were doing the graphics uh, for that show. That's, those were, those I, are I classified docs, yeah. Classified documents, too. Huh? I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not doubting it. I was, I, was so, in a, I was in an Office Depot the other day, and they had stacks and stacks of classified document folders. folders. <laughs> they looked cool. They were all neatly packaged too. It was really cool. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be the first uh, that's gonna be the first biggest thing that somebody's gonna gonna find out and market is get a oh yeah, it's of, like the smiley face T shirt. Get a packet of uh, folders, and on the top one, it's gonna say top secret, or it's gonna say classify. Classified. Classified. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Marketing um, genius. Oh yeah, you'll have them in school. You know all your folders and stuff, and cool. Bill and I hate to do this on the air, but you need to speak at the microphone, not at the screen. Now, don't do that. Okay. Yeah. No, you're you're facing the screen, but but the mic's not picking it up as well as it could. I'm just not using my normal voice density. Give just, me a minute just, or two, and it'll be all right. Just wait until he starts ranting about something. Wait till hour number two. <laughs> yeah. When he starts ranting about the conspiracy, well, wait a minute, I can't. <laughs> conspiracy, don't get me started early. All right. Uh, <laughs> but, so anyways, guys, I was going to ask you, what do you think the, the possibility is that, you know, 
who knows? Maybe Obama had some classified documents. All right. Maybe Bush. All right. I'm I'm going to say, based on a number of classified documents, that any president, any administration is involved with. Uh, first off, Bush and, and uh, Obama were eight-year terms. Would I be surprised mm-hmm. to find that there's a loose file here or there? Absolutely not. But however, let's remember the key difference here. In Pence's case, in Biden's case, and anybody else's case, hey, oh, we found these files. Here, take them back. As opposed to Trump, they're mine. Well, and the the, the key thing Point. is with, with uh, Biden and Pence, and if anybody else has any out there, uh, it's a case that the archives isn't on their backside no, about it. Right. They don't know they're missing. Exactly. So it can't be anything too horribly important. Right. And and this, this the, what was it, a year, year and a half of this nonsense with Trump? We need the files back. No, they're mine. That's yeah. why the FBI had to show up. You don't need to raid somebody's house when they give you the stuff back. You know, and that's what no. the right wing, you know, putzes are doing right now. Of course, when they're when they're not trying to shut down M M&M and M candies, but you know, oh, 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 oh I forgot my M and M's. Damn it! Oh, 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 oh. oh, I know, and that's and that's my Ed. You said you don't care for M and M's, do you? I'm not a chocolate candy kind of guy. I, I, I'm, you don't like chocolate. That's right. I'm not a chocolate guy. There are some limited times when when I will have something chocolate flavored. But for the most part, I'm not. I'm not a chocolate then guy. What's the point if it's chocolate flavored? Just eat the chocolate. That's what my diabetic nurse says. Just eat the damn chocolate and be because done with it. I'm a nutball <laughs> in some instances of my in many instances of my life. I was getting ready. To say, I'm glad you qualified that. You clarified it very well. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes, Sometimes I don't. you don't. <laughs> All right, Ed. Peter Paul. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, but uh, <laughs> no, they, they. It's funny you mentioned that because my uh, tweet that I put out, God knows how long ago, about Nick Adams and his protest over M and M's. Oh yeah, uh, alpha male. It, it, it's, yeah, the alpha male who sounds like his balls haven't dropped. Had <laughs> a boy, dog. He, uh, well, it's funny because it's taken on a new life. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you, uh, you wouldn't know this, uh, because you refuse to go on Twitter there, Bill, but, uh, <laughs> uh, sometimes tweets have a tendency, they'll go away for a little while and you look at the notifications and okay, that's pretty much gone and passed. And all of a sudden, uh, somebody, just the right person will retweet it. Next thing you know, it's taken on a new life itself. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so people are still on uh, on um, Nick Adams. There are some people who are questioning, and I don't know if you're have you seen anything. Well, you'd have to see him on Twitter again, uh, Bill. But there now there are people who are wondering maybe he isn't just a parody account. Nick Adams. He's just, no, he's yes, not. he's not. No, he's that much of a dickhead. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. And uh, well, that's kind of what I think too. But <clears throat> it's just too, it's just too stupid to be a parody account. I mean, you would anybody with a modicum of a sense of humor 
would be able to see, oh, okay, this guy's, you know, first there'd be that initialist, this guy's serious. Then after a little bit, you start to realize, eh, maybe there's something to this. This guy is, look, maybe I'll, maybe he'll surprise me. And in the end, he'll, it will be a goof. I, I did see a, a tweet last night. Somebody was saying this, this might just be uh, uh, the Mars company, you know, yanking everybody's chain. Uh, well, but, uh, that but, would be tough to believe, but okay. That would be a brilliant uh, marketing scheme. Yeah. And here's why I, I, I believe there might be something to it. Because they didn't just happen to have Maya Rudolph ready to rock and roll with a commercial ready. No, I was wondering about that. I was going to say something about that. Now, but if you also understand, um, the guy that was running M&Ms at the time when E.T. came out, Lost his job over that. He told E.T. he didn't want to use M&M's. And then uh, Reese's Pieces. Who was it? Reese's Pieces got in there. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his job over that. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Oops. A little product placement goes a long way. Yes, sometimes. sir. You know it. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening live, 754 800 chat. 754 and you can call or text that. We'll uh, we'll get the message one way or another here, folks. If you dare. If you, if, if you dare. If, okay? you're, if you're listening on the replay, uh, Telegraph is the way to reach us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking more like smoke signals, but... Uh, hey, you do you, pal. You do you. you uh, <laughs> All right, well... Go ahead. I was going to hold on to this. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> not on this show, you're not. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, it would take up too much screen space. So uh, okay. uh, That's these people to move back, though. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. This out. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go ahead and, and jump into this with uh, with what happened with uh, Tyree Nichols. Right. Before, All right. Before we move, uh, on, before we go deep into that, I would like to uh, send a look. I, I'm very happy to see that the people in the city of Memphis, you know, are making their their feelings vocal without actually destroying their city. So uh, it can be done. We, we, we all we all feel horrible about it. I'm going to tell you guys this. I've watched it once and I'm done with it. Well, his mother actually came out and said, "Don't, don't be violent. Be yeah. peaceful in your protests." Well, I think I think Memphis PD did the right thing, the city of Memphis, by by a not waiting, not dragging us out. Of course, we can get into the whole thing. Well, these were black officers and not white officers, and you know who's getting different treatment. Police unions. Uh, Bill and I had this discussion the other night in private, and uh, that's right, John, you weren't invited. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a damn. We wasn't a company meeting. We had tea and crumpets. But, you know, in a lot of places, the police union will just defend regardless. And I get the feeling, of course, I have no nothing to base this on. But I do believe at, the, at this this time, the, the, the city of Memphis and those in charge said to the police union, uh, bite me. You have to We're, answer the phone here. Hold on. Go ahead. We're we're gonna do Uh-oh. what we're gonna do. Actually, stand out. This is John. Well, hi, Kara. Caller number having, three. Yeah, caller number three. You win the you win the QP doll. 
I can't I can't hear her. <laughs> oh no, it's always you can't good hear for a radio show having dead air. Yeah, yeah, that's uh <laughs> There you go. Dead air. It's a wonderful thing. Uh, dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. See, see, John has insisted on taking the phone line. I've gathered that. Well, you didn't do any better there, Sunshine, so don't even start with that. because I didn't turn <gasps> it on. Peanut butter box is here. Ooh, we can always... Peanut butter box is here. There's always time. For, Always time for the peanut butter for the box. peanut butter box. But anyway, uh, while while we're waiting for John, yeah, no, I, I'm quite pleased. You know that the city uh, looks like they stood up to the police union, and yeah, you know, they're getting things done, was, and, and they're tempering this situation as much as you can. And I and I heard some people saying that okay, because they and I'm like, oh come on, can we always find a caveat in it? That they said, well, because these were black officers, this is why they were treated so quickly. Had they been white officers, we'd still be discussing it and talking about it. And I'm like, oh, come on, folks. I, I'm I'm kind of with you there, Bill. Accept it for what it is. They got it out. They got it quickly. But you can't say right now that that's not true. I mean... I, well, that's true, and it's, but I was like, did you really have to bring that up? I mean, they acted quickly, uh, you know, and, right. and the way they should have acted. There's also, so there's give also, them you've got the pause for that. You've got fire department people are suspended, uh, two paramedics that were there, and apparently nobody did anything for 20 minutes, and two uh, county sheriffs or deputies are suspended or, you know, on their way out the door. Uh, too many people there did nothing. The man was lying there dying, literally dying. The whole yeah. thing is a disgrace. And what it comes back to is, excuse me, it, this was always the wrong word. It was never defund the police that we needed to do. No. The wrong word. Reform the police. We need to, uh, first things first. All right, ge uh, gentlemen. Um just a second here. Kara, can, uh, Kara, can you still hear me? Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Ta-da! Hey. Ed, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, Kara. <laughs> Hi, Kara. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? We're just fine. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. My name is Ed, and uh, just so you know which one is who. Nice to meet you. <laughs> did, did, did she say gentlemen? I'm looking around. All right, Bill. Yeah, I, I <laughs> we, don't normally, we don't normally get that kind of greeting, so okay. I have I have one question. Well, <laughs> she's known you now for two minutes, Bill, so uh, just give it time. <laughs> Kara, before we get started, I have one question, and this may or may not come up. How is it you people keep electing uh, uh, Rand Paul and uh, Mitch McConnell? <laughs> No, no, uh, don't bl don't blame me, baby. I voted for Booker. Okay, all right. No, -uh. I, I wasn't blaming you. I'm just asking. <laughs> the funniest thing is, though, and and I'll explain to you what I think is the issue there because you're right; these idiots keep getting reelected. And the funny thing is, is that their approval ratings are tanked. I mean, they have extremely low approval ratings. And I was telling John the other day, what I think happens in the state of Kentucky is you have 
um, a very obviously red state, mm-hmm. um, and people vote down the ticket based on one issue and one issue alone, and that issue is abortion. Uh, okay. um, and that is how they pick their candidates a, a lot of times. And then there's also the whole, um, you know, we have a rather large elderly population and an educated population. And there's really this sense of better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Uh, uh, okay, that's fair. You 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 gave you gave a a very very well well formed answer to what was really a silly question. But thank you very much. It's called name recognition. Oh, I don't think it is a silly question because those two are jackasses. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> No, no, Tara, don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, tell it like a Howard Cosell. Bring it on. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a legitimate question because they're, they're idiots. So it certainly is not a very good look for the Commonwealth of Kentucky to have. And, and the funny thing is, is I liked Rand Paul's daddy. I liked Ron Paul. I don't know what the hell happened to his son. <laughs> <laughs> That acorn rolled downhill. I don't know. All I know is that I like his neighbor a hell of a lot more than I like him, and I wish he'd have hit harder. (laughs) So, uh, let me, uh, okay, so when you joined us here, uh, Kara, we uh, we were talking about the, uh, we were talking about the Tyree Nichols uh, situation. Yeah. Now I yeah. know that you were uh, you were kind of up front and center your um, in your uh, thoughts on that on Twitter. So yeah, give kind of give me your your summary of everything here. Now we know that the we know that the five officers that were involved uh, have all been uh, charged uh, second degree murder, I believe it is. And arrested. The last time I checked, uh, five police officers and one, um, paramedic. I think paramedics had been charged and were behind bars, uh, I think is, is the latest. But, you know, I kind of have an interesting, I think, uh, opinion on this, too, because I watched the body cam footage. And, you know, just like the Brianna Taylor case, I don't just take a stand without doing research. I look into things. I look, you know, I watch the videos. I, I, I don't just randomly take a stand. So in my research of the um, Harry Nichols case, when I saw the body cam footage, I have to say that to me, it felt personal. It felt way personal because, I mean, he was stopped for a traffic violation, right? He wasn't, there was not a warrant out for his arrest. He didn't have a history of violence that I'm aware of. You know, it, it, it was a traffic stop. So it just doesn't make much sense to me why a tr- simple traffic stop would escalate to a man being beaten to death. Um, and again, you know, I haven't, I, I haven't seen any, any corroborating information on that, but like, when I watched it, it felt like it, it almost seems personal. Well, Cara, this is Bill. I got a question for you here. When when I first when I first uh, was listening to what they were talking about, I hadn't seen the video yet, and they mentioned that he had run from the police, and I'm like, oh dear God, why do you do that? Well, after watching the video, now I know why 
he ran from the police. My God, any any sane individual would have gotten up and ran. But that's like running from a pack of wolves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and, you know, my husband and I have talked about this. Um, my husband is a disabled veteran. He spent 15, 16 years in the military. And I was just like, what causes people to do that? Because in for me, I could not ever imagine being mad enough at a stranger to beat them to death. Like, and it also says a lot about, I think our, our culture, because if you scan through the Twitter, uh, feeds and stuff, people talking about it, um, you see that there is definitely a sect of Americans who feel like if you mess up in any way, shape or form, if you run from the police, if you, whatever, you deserve violent retribution. And that's scary that people feel that way. That they yeah, that was that was the point I was trying to make. It seems like the minute you run, you're just meat on the hoof. Right. You've you've also you've also got to remember, and, and Kara, this is Ed. You've got to remember in many cases like this, uh, it is more about ego and hurt feelings. That well, you had the nerve to stand up to a yeah. police officer. And you had the nerve to tell him he doesn't have the, he's, he, he can't be doing this legally and blah, blah, blah. And next thing you know, uh, you're being chased. Uh, so, uh, you know, and for the average citizen, it's, it's terrifying. Uh, and I mean, the three of us here, uh, you know, us three goons, we, we were fortunate enough to, <laughs> to grow up as white males in this country, which, you know, which helps a lot, you know. Yeah. It really does help does. a lot, and uh, you know. So uh, it's what I, we were just starting to talk about this earlier. Uh, as I've said for quite a while, when when the word defund the police came up, it was the wrong word. We need to reform the police. Absolutely, reform the police. Yes, and uh, you know, just a little bit about me. My stepdaddy is a lifelong police officer. He's federal marshal. I mean, he was the chief of police. He was an MP in the military, been in law enforcement his entire life. Mm -hmm. um, so I talk about these things with him, like just to get his perspective, because maybe there's a perspective that I'm missing. Right. You know, I, I really like to ask people who know more than me to educate me on things. And you know, both these cases, both the Tyree Nichols case and the Breonna Taylor case, and for that matter, the George Floyd case, you know, he, he would shake his head and he'd say, there's no sense for that. There's, there is no reason for that to happen. And it's, it's, it's a shame because these really, really awful cops give the good cops a bad name. Yes. And makes it, so there is a section of the populace that wants to defund the police. And again, as you said, that's that's not the right approach. We need police. Yeah, so no, we need good police officers. It, so we need to reform the police and weed out all the bad bad eggs. Right. And what we what we really need to do exactly. while we're on this, and, and again, we've discussed this here in our little our little corner of the interweb. Uh, first things first, qualified immunity needs to go. Uh, police unions are fine. They need to, every employee should be represented, uh, in my, in my uh, opinion. But but not to the point of you can't get anything done. The most egregious, you know, they'll they that needs to be looked at. Uh, training needs to be looked at. And let's face it, we have 
I, I, Bill and I were talking the other night, um, and, and this popped in my head. Keep in mind, a lot of your veteran police officers now have only been cops since the year 2000. You know, and many of them still maintain yeah. this, this Stone yeah. Age... The Stone Age mentality from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. And it's, you know, this is how rooted it is. And I, I'll, I'll stop now. And, and yep. you know, you're our guest and we want to hear what you have to say. But uh. It's called the dirt, dirt no. mentality. No, I agree with everything that you're saying. And I feel like what would really get their attention is, okay, your pension is based on your performance. Mm-hmm. If you have complaints, if you have abusive force, if you have this, 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 or if you're a, a just a, a terrible, dirty cop like Sergeant Mattingly with the, you know, the LMPD here in Louisville, you should not have a pension. I don't want to pay your pension. You suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you suck at your that, job. You created well, no problem. Carrots Billigan. I. I spent some time in the Navy. I'm a disabled veteran myself. And and why can't they treat it like they do in the military? Okay. You took a hit for this. You're going to lose, you know, a stripe, which is going to cost you in the long run. Uh, you know, and suspending and firing these people is, is all good and well. But once you start hitting them in the wallet, then you start making a point. Exactly. Exactly. It's amazing how people... Don't really pay attention to much, but buddy, once that wallet starts oh, saying yeah. that's a whole football game, ain't it? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's no question. That is that that is everybody's like that. And uh, and as much as I'm enjoying this conversation, John, I believe we have Carrie here to talk about another situation. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, first off, I just want to mention here because I want to give her her rightful campaign plug. Kara uh, is running. For uh, the state house representatives in Kentucky, as a yeah. Democrat, obviously, uh, district <laughs> district eighteen. Uh, in yeah. uh, give just a quick uh, just a quick summary, real quick here. Uh, whereabouts that is geographically in Kentucky? It is uh, mostly Hardin County, which is a little county outside of. Um, Louisville Metro. Um, it's tiny, tiny county. Of course, we have a hundred and something counties in Kentucky, which is just ridiculous, but it is um, all of Hardin County and I believe a little bit of Grayson County, which are very rural areas. Um, we're right next to Fort Knox. Um, <laughs> Derek, can I, can I give you a little, can I give you a little piece of trivia here? You say Kentucky has <laughs> Kentucky has over a hundred counties. Yes. Okay, the state of Florida, which you would agree is much bigger. Yes. Has sixty-eight. Yeah, I know. We, my husband and I talk about this all the time. Like, there's absolutely no reason we should have this many counties because some of them are just so small as to be uh, just. They should be absorbed into bigger count. I just it's, but, it all gets very very confusing, and of course, there's a lot of gerrymandering that goes on. Um, actually, my district no. is um, there is a uh, the Democrats have bought, brought forth before the Supreme Court some um, zoning issues, kind of trying to fix that gerrymandering. And if that happens, that will go very well for me because it's not the new 
borders for my district would include some more liberal areas, not just the, you know, the rural red areas. Um, but I think I'm picking up steam regardless of being a Democrat. You know, I tell folks around here, I'm a dirt road Democrat. I'm a farm girl. I struggle like you. I worry about the same things you do. And, you know, more importantly, I can't be bought by big pharma. I can't be bought by big bourbon. I can't be bullied and I can't. <laughs> Good for you. I'm I'm gonna no. say I'm gonna say one thing and, the, and then I'm gonna back off as far as the germ, gerrymandering thing. I'm gonna put this seed in your head and hopefully it can germ, germinate around the rest of Kentucky. Uh, district borders should be either natural borders or municipal boundaries, as opposed as opposed to twisting, curving, and uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to sit well, here and be the, quiet now. I'm the, the one thing I wanted to say was you guys were talking about how many counties you have. And uh, I'm here in, in, in Tejas. You know how many counties we have? Four. I don't, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, it you got to have one in every bunch. <laughs> I thought we were going into a measuring thing there for a minute. And I was going to back out. So. <laughs> I right, tell you what, here real quick, um, I'm going to uh, roll this uh, video here real quick. This was a, a spot about here. It happened a couple of months ago now, uh, and uh, this is from uh, now. What station? You've seen this video. I'm about ready to play. What station is this, and where? It is uh, WD. DRB, which is a mobile station. Okay. All right. I'll uh, let's go ahead and roll that real quick, and then we'll be right back here with you. Came in the girls' locker room as they were dressing. WDRB's Conway Delush explains why parents say it took too long for the district to act. Gilbert, the incident at Central Hardin High School happened more than a week ago. One mother I spoke to says she tried <clears throat> to reach the school, but no one responded. Yesterday, she marched up to the building. She goes, "He actually did it," and I said. Who, who did what? And she said, my gym teacher walked in. Kara Schultz says the past week has been a nightmare. She's scared and she shouldn't be. She's a 14-year-old girl who should not have that kind of fear in her learning environment. Schultz says her daughter's gym teacher, Brian Walters, remained in the classroom at Central Hardin High even after being accused of walking into the girls' locker room to yell at them to be quiet while students were still dressing. She says she called the school repeatedly, but received no response. So Tuesday, Schultz went to the school, where she says she was told they'd already looked into the allegation. And I said, did you interview my daughter? And he goes, well, no, we chose the students at random that we were going to interview. And I said, so you didn't talk to my daughter? And he said, no. I immediately felt this like strong sense of like violation. Schultz says that led to more interviews, including speaking with Ashley Fox's daughter. According to my daughter, he walked in and yelled at them. Fox says she didn't even know the incident happened until Tuesday. Now she's left shaken. Who you choose to show your body to should be your decision. The same day Fox's daughter was questioned, Walter was still on campus. The school district says initially when they looked into the allegation, they didn't see a reason for Walters to leave campus. But as of Wednesday, he was replaced with a substitute for the investigation. I think they were kind of put in a tough spot by not having the information that reflected poorly on them. But 
now that we understand what happened, they really care about getting to the bottom of it and keeping our kids safe. The school did release a statement saying that the district is aware of an allegation regarding Brian Walters. We will follow the appropriate protocols as a result of the allegation. With photojournalist Jonathan McEmber, Conroy Deluge, W. In the girls' locker room. Hey, there we go. So, uh, <laughs> up, geez, yeah, you want to talk about on the front lines on that. Uh, so, Carol, like I said, that's been. <laughs> a, uh, Thank you. Geez. Uh, uh, Ed had to pipe in here and say that uh, Texas had 254 counties. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, who wants to be Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dear. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> So I think I'm the lone Democrat in my entire county. I understand that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so Go now, ahead, Kara, you, uh, uh, is there anything that was actually missing in that story as, as when it was oh. reported back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the things that they didn't talk about <clears throat> that I wish they had talked about because it comes to bear with the situation. <clears throat> this character, excuse me, one second, gentlemen. She has to get a, a drink of water. Um, That's it. Character has been charged and arrested previously with domestic violence, as well as fondling a nine-year-old. And he's still he's working. He's still working. And this was, I think uh, domestic violence might have been 2000, 2005 and 2009. So, I mean, there's, there's a pattern of shit a mile wide behind him. And when I first, I mean, it's just that it does. When I first started tweeting about this and, and trying to find, you know, news reporters to pick up the story and this, that, and the third, I started getting bombarded with, Tweets and DMs from previous students that have said, you know, when I was there in 2020, you know, he he raped a girl and they didn't do anything about it. Oh. They, you know, he did. He's done this. He's done that. I mean, bombarded with other previous students, and there was one in particular that I will never forget because it fucking broke. Excuse me, freaking broke my heart. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You are fine. One <laughs> but to let you know she's passionate about what she's talking about. Right. Yeah, I'm just, I'm passionate. I can't help it. I'm married to a soldier. I am married to a soldier. So, like, I've got Oh, yeah. So, that's, that's standard, <laughs> standard speaking terminology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a sentence enhancer. <laughs> uh-huh. But, um,. This young lady wrote me and she said she was the one that told me about the, you know, the rape allegations in 2020. And she said the last part of her message was, I am so sorry that we could not protect. We failed to protect future students from him. And that broke my heart. It mm-hmm. broke my heart. And I just, I, I don't understand how he was still allowed to teach in the first place. And then after this incident, they placed him on leave. And apparently, 
hearing him, despite everything that he's got on his record and the situation and, and what have you, they have placed him at a school with vulnerable children who have behavioral issues. And if one of them says, hey, this guy touched me inappropriately or what, nobody's going to believe them. They just mm. moved Fox into the hen house. <clears throat> Sounds a so, lot like the Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So That's now I've yeah. asked you these. I've asked you these questions before, but I'm just I'm doing this now because I want the audience to understand. Now at at uh, your daughter's school, uh, yes. they do they have any cameras anywhere within the school building whatsoever? They do, but there are. None. That particular area. Um, also, it should be noted that the school had an office that was like right next to or in off the hallway to the girls' locker room. That's where they had his office, which didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but no, there were no cameras in that particular area. Obviously, you know, high schools have cameras, but not for whatever reason, not in that area. Yeah, they have yeah. to be in the common areas. Well, but you see, the thing is, is, is I'm not just talking just for this one specific incident. I mean, look at how many, okay, you know, we all probably, when we were teenagers, probably at least thought of doing this or whatnot. But, you know, how many times did you think maybe a bunch of, or a couple of teenage boys would do a run through in a locker room or something like that? Or, oh, all the time. So, so, yeah, Bill, I know. <laughs> That would have been your ass down here in Texas. <laughs> but right. but every you know, but the thing is, is this would be uh, having a camera in that particular location would serve two purposes. One, obviously, it would catch any perpetrator. But two, right. it would also because you know, hey, kids like to make things up every once in a while. Kids, kids, no. You know, kids like to, uh, you know, play with the truth a little bit. So, you know, Absolutely. it would have been it would have been there to protect this particular teacher if he was, quote unquote, wrongly accused. So it, uh, that's that's the one thing that that jumps out at me. Uh, but the other thing that really jumps out at me is there could have been protocol for something like that. Okay. Oh, so absolutely. The, so the girls, in my opinion, the girls, okay, so they're making a little noise. Okay, first off, it's a freaking locker room. It's not a damn, it's not a library for crying out loud. But right. they're making a little right. noise, you know, cracking each other on the butt with a towel or whatever they do, they're do. they doing. Oh, they're yeah, like, John, they were having pillow fights, too. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> and that's why they were loud is they were, they were, they were just having fun. There was no fights. There was no medical emergency. They were simply playing a TikTok game. Oh, oh don't get me started on TikTok. But oh, please, uh, please oh, don't. I know. But the other, but um, okay. If he felt the need, first off, okay, you're that close to the office. Um, it's by the way, Ed, you got that misspelled. There's no R in the at the end there. Oh, okay. Well, in her in her Twitter, uh, it's actually there's a uh, lie, but but um, 
Oh. Oh, geez. Have I been misspelling it? Uh oh. Yeah. All right. It's, it's hippie, like H I P P I, because I E was taken and then C O W T R L. Well, I'm sending, I'm sending a couple of tweets to some stranger saying, who the hell is this? Hmm. <laughs> we, we just, we just thought it was Kentucky spelling. So, you know. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, a cheap shot. If, if no, um, no, I don't don't bother me. <laughs> you're that close to an office, could you get maybe a female, like uh, one of the office staff, to pop in there and say, uh, "Hey, girls, quiet down a little bit." No, that wouldn't have been any fun. Uh, or in worst or- case, worst case scenario, stand by the door. Either yell from there to tell them to be quiet, or at least say "mail coming," you know, "mail on board." And I think they used to do that, in the, you know, in the military. Too, man on the floor. Was, uh, man on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Well, now that I'll I'll tell you, in in uh, high school when I was playing football, if we got too rowdy, the coach would just pop open the door and yell at us. He didn't really come in, and you know, he didn't need to. If you heard him shouting from the door, and I think that's but, what this this but Bill moron should have said. Bill, you should have done. You, you and your friends were not teenage girls. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, no, 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 no. That's what. But what I'm getting at is that he he would just open the door I'm and yell instead of running into the thing. And I, yeah, this this guy look. took advantage of the fact of who he was. He didn't need to look at you. He well, didn't want to look at you. I, I, Hell, my girlfriend didn't want to look at me. What are you worried about? All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're we're kind of spinning out of control here, Cara. Sorry. No, 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 I love it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all, the thing with this guy is he had said the day before, because I, I'll tell you, you know, you were talking about kids spinning the truth, and they do. I have six kids. I'm not a moron. Yes, they spin the truth. But, you know, I, my kids have been telling me for months about this gym teacher and, and, how he had fondled a nine-year-old, and and I, 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 to my eternal shame, didn't believe them. I thought it was a high school rumor because certainly, why would anybody with that kind of record be allowed to teach? They wouldn't. It would be impossible. But it, it was true. And then as I spoke to more of my daughter's friends that had been there, and they corroborated the story um, about the locker room stuff like that, I was like, oh shit. And the day before this incident happened, my daughter came home pretty upset. And she was just like, my gym teacher said that he could enter the locker room, the girls' locker room, whenever he wanted without reason. I said, uh, no, he can't. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I asked if there was context. I was like, okay, was there a fight? Was there a medical emergency? Was there any reason that would prompt him to say that? She said, no. And I went, oh. And then the next day, she came home, and like I said on the news thing, she goes, "He did it." And I was like, you know, as I said, well, who, who, what, who did what? What are you talking about? And then she said that, and then again, like you know, I heard some of her friends that were in the same class said the same thing, same story, and it just, I, I just, I don't understand how this person has a job still. When his mugshots, his arrest photos, it's all over the internet. You can look it up. 
it's the Republican. It's the Republican accountability thing. They are not held to the fire for anything, so well, there's no consequences. And they're good. What they're going also going to do is, is, you know, as I understand, just like there are in a lot of uh, places in this country, there's a probably a huge uh, shortage of teachers in uh, Kentucky, from what I've actually from yes. what I've heard. We have eleven thousand vacancies for teachers and we are the median salary is around 30 to forty thousand dollars is the median salary for a teacher in kentucky and uh in in my you know uh pursuit of running for office that's one of the things that i really plan on fixing we need good teachers just like the police officers we need to get rid of the bad teachers we need to pay the good teachers well attract new good teachers and pay them pay them well pay them a living wage well you know you know what you might might be able to do kara is ask mitch mcconnell how he made over 40 million dollars as a senator (laughs) and uh, i I don't think you want to know oh no i know i know exactly he there are three bigs in kentucky there's big pharma there's big bourbon and there's Big Pony, which is the racing. Right. Mitch McConnell is funded by all three. What a surprise. I could use a Big Bourbon. Yep. Right about now. Yeah, I could use a Big Bourbon. I could go, go, go for Big Pony. but You know, one of my, one of my platforms is legalizing marijuana. I, I a think- girl. You got my vote. <laughs> Thank you. Legalizing marijuana. Legalize it. Tax it. Regulate it. And let's use the money from the prop to improve our schools, improve everything. on, we could do a lot with that money for marijuana. Well, I tell you, if there was a state in the union that could use it, it would be Kentucky. <laughs> I don't, I'm waving my hand down here in Texas, so. Exactly. I, you know, but as long as we've got, thankfully, Governor Bashir, who's a Democratic governor, uh, he did a stopgap measure, an executive order that says if you have a receipt from a legal state, you can, without fear of prosecution, nice. uh, ha- possess uh, eight ounces of marijuana. Nice. But, you know, hmm. it's a stopgap measure. It needs to be codified. Um, right. And unfortunately, the people, <clears throat> another reason I'm running for office, the people that have that within their power in the state legislature, legislature, are funded by big bourbon and big pharma so they're not gonna butt mm. right. Cara, i got i got a two-parted question for you i know we're running short on time but i got a two-parted question for you here uh, i just heard the other what? night that the republicans in the house are trying to pass a bill to make it a crime for a woman to cross state lines to seek uh, abortion services now, of course, with you being a woman, I'm sure your stance on that. But uh, are we going to start uh, needing a visa to cross state lines now? I think, and and it's been said before, and I'm going to say it again because it's true. You're never going to stop abortions. You can make it illegal. You can make crossing state lines to get one illegal. You can do. We are still going to seek abortions. You've only taken away safe abortions from them. Right. Um, and, you know, I just, I get really, really angry about this issue because generally the people who are staunchly anti-abortion are older, 
women past childbearing age and men. Those are the three, you know, and, and it doesn't affect them. But for the no, younger I've, I have said for years that this is not a man's issue. No, I, 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 this is that again. Uh, I firmly believe if you weren't born with a uterus, you got no business talking about it. Yeah, that's damn right. I, I agree. I, I mean, and, and I would never say that to, to men I care about. No opinion. You certainly can have opinion. We're in a support position, Carol. As much as <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in a support <laughs> position. But anyway, John? Yeah, we're getting up to the top of the hour here now, so we're going to have to... Of course. We're going to have to kind of cut you loose here. I hope you hang around and listen because we do wind up having quite a bit of fun here in this second hour. It's actually a lot more organized than the first hour is, believe it or not. Oh, and this was horribly organized. It's my fault. Hey, you're good. We got what we got. It was great. What we wanted to get accomplished. So I appreciate you taking the initiative to call in at least here. I was beginning to worry about you. No, I just. I'm not the most technologically savvy person, and this morning was kind of a mess because I had to get my daughter to work and didn't expect to have to do that. So I apologize, but thank you so no. much for having no, me on. I, I just figured, you know, you wouldn't have been the first woman that ever stood me up. So I hey, no. <laughs> keep, keep us keep us updated on your campaign, Ron. Yes, please. I well, she would if you got on Twitter. Of Oh, uh, by, well. by the way, uh, <laughs> by the way, Carrie, Carrie you're going to see some creepy guy just followed you. That's me. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's creepy man. Dot. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Carrie. By the way. Thanks again, dear. All right. Carol. All right. Carol. Thanks again. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank you so much. All I right. appreciate it. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, she was good. She was good. I like what she had to say about things. I, I I agree with one. The one thing that she's saying is that uh, you creepy. know you hear one thing from a kid in high school, you dismiss it. You hear two, you kind of raise an eyebrow. You hear three, you need to investigate. She did say uh, to to her eternal shame, she didn't really, you know. Yeah. Look, it, it is what it is. Now it's out there. Uh, this is something they have to deal with uh, down there in. Uh, in the bluegrass state and uh hopefully she sounds like you know she sounds like a person that's uh gonna get some stuff done and and we will be uh we will be watching her we will be uh we like what we, what she had to say and uh well, we've already got a commitment from her if one of you uh one of you two uh uh monkey boys decide to take a week off or something like that she's <laughs> gonna willing to fill in for us well, so uh, be careful that's how i wound up here right. yeah no kidding <laughs> well I, I i will say this as her election draws near uh she can almost certainly count on a campaign donation from radio tfi excellent excellent absolutely all right uh i did hear the gong in the background somewhere so uh you sure did. Uh, it's time to cut this loose for hour number one hey we'll be back here with just time just a couple of short minutes you're listening to the stand hour on radio tfi
T-F-I. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. I'm going to take a bath. I'll alert the media. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. Out. <laughs> One night, Bomber Brown was taking a hand. He locked up the barnyard with the graves of can. Out in the hen house, up and stood. When he hollered, Who's that? This is what he heard. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop that fuss. Ain't nobody here but us. We chickens try to sleep. And you bust in. And hobble, 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 hobble with your chin. Ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. You're stomping around. Shaking the ground. Kicking up an awful fuss. We chickens try to sleep. And you bust in. And hobble, 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 hobble. It's a sin. Tomorrow is a busy day. We got things to do. We got eggs to lay. We got ground to dig and worms to scratch. It's a lot of setting, getting chicks to hatch. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. There ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. Kindly point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble off and get the head.
morning. But it sure is spelled funny. Good morning. Shall we get started? Look, I, I, I've changed my mind. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go through with this. Oh, now, now, we're not going to be a baby about it again, are we? I just can't take it. I can't stand it. I'm not going to go through with it. Oh, come on now. You know you're going to have to go through with it sooner or later. Well, aren't you? Okay, I, okay, I'll do it. Okay. Good. You put this on and I'll call your first patient. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. But he's chicken. Is that a chicken joke? It's a dumb chicken joke. Dumb! <laughs> We lost the war. All right, welcome back. Hey, that was that was quite a bit of fun there in that uh, in that first hour of uh, the taxi stand hour here. But now we're just we're just killing time. The most organized uh, of I our- do have a question for you. Who was in charge of the graphics on that bit? Was it was it uh, Ed or you, John? Well, are you talking about the uh, banner that showed up underneath? That showed right across my stinking face. <laughs> yeah, but it, it hit your ba- it hit your back. I did you a favor. It was a happy accident of Streamyard. We have no. Control. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that. I thought, okay, huh? I'm mm-hmm. I'm in the garbage square. So. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Good, John. Introduce us. We put, us. We, we put you there for a reason. All right. Well. A lo- <laughs> Along with me here on this journey, by the way, from the ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. Again, over there to your immediate left in the, she's uh, normally, just anybody just about what, what, or climbed into that square, if I'm not mistaken. But from the Radio TFI Executive Tower in Queens, New York, I'm talking about Hollywood Squares, if you're wondering. So, anyways, uh, whoa, oh, okay, yeah, it's my good buddy, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, kids and kids. We trust you've had a fine and fantastic week. And now I must pause here so that John may do something with the guy immediately beneath me. You, I haven't got that memo. What am I supposed to do with him? From. Well, that, oh, that guy, there he is. Hey. hey. Welcome again, the one and only Bill Fancher. Hey. Hola, mis amigos y amigas. Yes. Give me the crickets, please. You know, I keep forgetting about the crickets. You forget the crickets, man. They would have been perfect in the first hour of the show. (laughs) By the way, I I think I I, I speak for all of us when we say thank you to Kara Schultz for joining us here and talking about a couple of very important issues. Uh, she is running in Kentucky for the for District 18. Uh, is that the state Senate? I trying to take state notes. State House Representative. State House Representative. My apologies. Uh, follow her on Twitter at Hippie Cow Girl. That's Hippie with a Y, Cow with a W, and Girl without an I. G-R-L. Hippie Cow Girl. And, uh, she only has one eye. I didn't see that in her picture. Egg leg. It's <laughs> <laughs> a punchline to an old joke. It's. <laughs> 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 
I'll tell that joke. All right, what do you say, Meister? Why don't we go ahead and fire up the band here so we can get some birthdays out of the way? All right. Uh, Are you ready for the Radio TFI Orchestra? I am ready. Swing it. All right, here we go with birthdays for this week, this upcoming week here. So we have kind of a few here, so we're going to try to move through them as quickly as we possibly can. So uh, today, we hey, today Oprah Winfrey turns 69 years old. What? What? Yeah. Hey, Adam Lambert's 41. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Back yeah, up. please. Oprah? Oprah? Is 69 years old? 69? No. 69. No, I think Bill and I agree on, firmly agree on this. We're calling baloney on this one. We don't feel you. Yeah, that's it. We don't feel you've done the proper research. Moving on. Adam who? Adam Lambert. Hmm. I'll Hmm. launch a grenade at you. How old is he? Well, American, American Idol winner. Mm. Now uh, travel or tours with Queen. Who doesn't? Anyways, 41 years old. Magnum, uh, Magnum P.I. himself, Tom Selleck, 78 years old. Did you say Magnum T.P.I.? Magnum P.U. <laughs> you know they're there. Uh, uh, there is a uh, there was a wrestler from back in the uh, '80s who called himself uh, Magnum Ta. His name oh, is okay. So, and that I always get that screwed up when by, I mention by, that show. By the way, here's, uh, a, here's a piece of information nobody wants or cares about. The Blue Blood stage is right next to the stage I work at. So there, I are impressed. You get to work next to the commissioner. Don't be. I worked on the show and never saw. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. Last, uh, lastly, on Sunday or today, here Sarah Gilbert turns forty-eight years old. Monday. 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 Uh, tomorrow, Christian Bale. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I turns one of the Batman. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's Batman. <laughs> Wait a Christian second. turned 49 years old. Who? Uh, Christian Bale. He did not. Oh, okay. 49 years old. You're lying. I've always not any more Batman movies. You're lying. I don't believe you. Okay. I, I do not believe uh, you. That's Bill true. Collins also turns 72 tomorrow. Bill Collins? Bill Collins. Mm-hmm. What? A- Bill Collins had one of the greatest nicknames I ever heard. I heard this from a radio DJ. The, the Cabbage Patch Kid of Rock and Roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> His daughter's a big movie star now. Hmm? I can't remember her name, but... Neither can I. Neither can uh, Justin, or Tuesday, Justin Timberlake turns 42... 
a guy that could probably still brush you off the plate with his fastball at age 76, Nolan Ryan. Yeah, uh, they showed him, I saw a piece of video either this year or the last year or so. Uh, he was thrown out of ceremonial first pitch, and it that thing had some heat on it. This this was not fifty cent where it goes off, you know, in, in, into left field. This thing came down the pike high and hard, not high and hard, just hard and fast. Excuse me. Did he throw? Did he? Uh, did he throw a striker? Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, remember. No. At, at one, at he one, thought Robin Ventura was at the plate. Yeah. At one time during the uh, the seventies, the New York Mets had the best best pitching staff in all of baseball. Of course, it was spread out across all of baseball. <laughs> all of baseball, exactly. The people we gave up at the uh, Caramba. I, I literally cried when Tom Seaver went to Cincinnati. I cried. That hurt. I can understand. I was I was a boy. I was a mere lad. Hey, moving on to Thursday, <sighs> Thursday. Uh, kind of like building, by the way, uh, when uh, Luis Arise was uh, traded oh, off. Don't get me going on that one. <laughs> yeah, let him save his anger for the uh, for the music bit. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. On Thursday, Shakira turns forty six years oh, old. Oh, I got I got news for you. First off, Forever Twenty One, and baby, let me tell you, she's right. Them hips don't lie. I them <laughs> hips do not lie. Oh, she is she is and she's got the cutest little face. Hips. Oh, I'm glad you said face. Yeah. Face, okay. Yeah. 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 Where well, this is a. Uh, he's wiping the drool off of his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a man, damn it. Uh, also, <laughs> also on Thursday, uh, Dwayne Chapman. The dog. The dog. I was wondering if you're going to remember him. I have no idea who that is. Dog the bounty hunter. Oh, is he still alive? Yes, he's, he is. Uh, he's in pretty rough shape, though, from what I understand. He was in pretty rough shape when he was in good shape. <laughs> this is a good point. All right, nobody of any importance on Friday, so we move to Saturday where... Uh, <laughs> wow, it's all the people born... On, all those people uh, that had birthdays are now going, ah! <laughs> By the way, if you were born on February, for everybody born on February 3rd, here's one for you. There you go. Uh, on Saturday, hey, the notorious Hunter Pike turns 53 years old. I'm getting on my laptop. Hmm. Hold on, before you, get go any further, before you go any further, John, I got to add one in here. Anthony Colomesto, one of my nephews, born, uh, I don't know how old he is, 30-something, but happy birthday, Anthony. Happy birthday, Anthony. All right, uh, also, Alice Cooper. Oh, don't my man. Me. I don't want to know how old he is. Five years old. Oh, Honestly, I thought God. he was older than that. No, I I knew he was in his seventies. I just didn't want to be up in the upper seventies. Welcome to my nightmare. Oh God, one of the the oh, first, no not the first concert I ever saw, but the first one I enjoyed. I was as Alice Cooper. Me and my buddies, we were all Alice Cooper fanatics. Oh man, the guillotine! The, because he did a show. Him. It wasn't. It, it was wasn't just a concert. He did a show. Right. Well, I mean, we loved the music. Then we went and yeah. it was a show. The giant tooth. The nurse. Uh, you know, the guillotine, the giant toothbrush, it was all there. Mm -hmm. It was all there. I, I, I wasn't ever a, a real big Alice Cooper fan, but I loved, I loved the single, Only Women Bleed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
And do you know on Casey Kasem, when that song was being played on American Top 40, they wouldn't call it Only Women Bleed? He wouldn't say bleed. Is it only women? Only women. Yeah. Uh, also here on Saturday, Lawrence Taylor turned 64 years old. Oh, wow. Wow. He's only a few days older than me. And it's, uh, and could probably still play uh defensive lineman in, uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, he could probably possible. be a linebacker for the Vikings. That's for damn sure. <laughs> how the Vikings yeah, do it. How the, who are the Vikings playing this week? <laughs> oh, sorry. They're playing the Dolphins, Ed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, God, I had to say it, didn't I? <laughs> you had to say it. Not this year. Not this year. Uh, all right, one last one here uh, for Saturday. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya, one of the most prolific wow. in history, turns 70? 50 years old. 50? Oh, okay. 50. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 well. That was fun, exciting. Are you guys hearing me okay? Just fine. Okay. What? Huh? I heard a little <laughs> I heard a little something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ben, you guys done? Yeah, go ahead. I heard some walk. I can do this all day. How are you feeling my pain? (laughs) I heard a little something in my headset. I thought my... uh, Anyway, are we ready, kids and kittens? Not as ready as we're going to be. About as ready as... Yeah, okay. Here we go. I get to get cussed out by a computer. You didn't get cussed out last week. I know. What was Gerald? He's, he's getting the Heimers. You know, you 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 make it sound as if this is uh, you know, like he hates you or something like that. You know, you. you I just... kind of thought he did because I don't particularly care for him. But well, okay, see, this is where, this is what you know. I'm sure things will go better this week. <laughs> It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. Each week, John, huh? Shannon, Bill, <laughs> Gerald hates me, Fancher, Gerald, I hate Bill, <laughs> and I will each choose professional football games and select winners using a point spread. At the end of the season, which is in two weeks, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Extra points can be earned by going for it with uh, additional point conversions if we have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's down in there versus the spread. Well, 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 aren't we into, uh, here we are at the conference championship day. <coughs> it is, uh, let's, me. let's, sorry, Bill, would you like to go off and, and, uh, you know, have a have a it's, moment. It's early Ebola. Hairball, hold on. Okay, alrighty. <laughs> so anyway, let's let's start by looking at what the current scoreboard is. No, it's, actually, it's, actually, it's we're going to look at last week's results. I, my apologies, I got a little out of <laughs> okay. Out of, so let's look at last week. Uh, John, uh, John pooped the bed. Went for two on everything. Uh, Gerald pooped the bed. Went for two on everything. I picked up a couple of points. Bill picked up a couple of points. 
our current score is I'm at 67 points. Young Mr. Fancher is at 56. John Shannon is at 46. And Gerald, the talking computer, has 37 points. So this week is the conference championship games. And we've added a little a, a little twist to it this week, which will be there in two weeks for the Super Bowl. Uh, we're picking the exact total points of the game. If you nail it on the nose, you get 10 points. If you get within uh if you get within five points of the total score, you get three points. So let's start out with young Mr. Shannon. Uh remember you're you're picking uh you're doing your usual points over under and the exact points. Let's see what Mr. Shannon has for both games. Go ahead, John. All right, so uh for the Whoa. uh uh, for the Niners, I'm taking the the, the Niners are a, a slight underdog. Uh, enough that I think that I still think that there's a chance they could pull this off. So uh, I'm going to take the Niners uh, as the dog for two, uh, giving up six and a half points. Um, I'm taking the over uh, 46, although. I kind of contradicted myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but, but, that, but that's okay. It's okay, kids. If you miss it the first time, he does it again. <laughs> I noticed. Go ahead, John. Finish. Finish here. Well, this way, I'm. This way, I'm covered either way. Oh, attaboy. You're going to get some points regardless. Mm, I'm going to get some points out of the some bitch one way or another. <laughs> it's like playing red and black on the roulette wheel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs, listen, I can't pull against the Chiefs at this point in time. Um, they're saying that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is okay. So, um, and they have a, even if it isn't, they do have a very capable backup. It's going to be a tough game, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Chiefs, giving up a point and a half on that. Um, I think we, I took the eight points, uh, but I still predicted 46 <laughs> points in the game. Like I said, just <laughs> here. I'm not going down without a fight. <laughs> oh, I think you're going down, whether you fight or not. <laughs> that coin's got more than one side here. <laughs> yeah, <now>. it does. <laughs> All right, let's see what young Mr. Fancher has to say for himself this week. Good. Good, Bill. All right. Okay. Uh, you know, either one of these games could be a pick 'em. I mean, it's. I think they're going to be very close games. So I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with the point spreads. But the the Niners are the underdog. I'm gonna, give me the two and a half points. Uh, I'm going to take the over and total of. Uh, watch this, John. Fifty two. Hey, that's over. <laughs> yeah, what a the, coincidence. The, the line is forty six. <laughs> the over under line is forty six. And, and well, uh -huh. hey, 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 Bill. <laughs> Yes. Bongy, bongy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you very much. And uh, Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati. Um, man, Burrow has had Mahomes' number here the last few years, which is exactly why I'm taking Kansas City <laughs> minus one and a half. <laughs> I figured Patrick is due. And it's in Kansas City. It's not at a neutral site. So it's in Kansas City. Uh, the I'm taking the over. And here we go again, dog. 
67. 67. That's uh, John, put it down. Put it down. You don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm number one. Yeah. All right. So there's Bill's picks. Let's, uh, let's talk about my picks. So I'm going pretty much the opposite of everybody here. I like the, exactly. I like the Eagles getting a point, uh, giving up a point and a half. That's going to be a close game anyway. You cut it. I considered going for two with San Francisco. I thought, you know what? I think the Eagles will just barely eke this out. I think it's going to be a field goal game. To be quite honest, uh, I'm taking the under. I think they're going to play each other hard, uh, and I think uh, th- uh, 34 points. I think that's all they're going to manage to. I think you're going to see a couple of touchdowns and a, and a bunch of field goals on this game. Uh, for the AFC Championship game played later in the afternoon at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, the only time zone that really matters, uh, I, <laughs> I, I like the Bengals over the Kansas City Chefs. Uh, I'm getting two and a half points. I like the, I'm taking the under. The, the line is 48 points. And again, I'm, I'm going with, I picked the under, so I picked a point total under. <laughs> that line. I'm, no, uh, y'all can kiss my furry white ass. You are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality. sense. So, so there's my, middle there's my picks. Let's see what Gerald has to say. Oh, God, yes, you forgot about Gerald. That's Good morning, gentlemen. Here we are, down to the nitty and the gritty. It's conference championship day. I was beginning to feel bad about last week's picks. Then, two things struck me. First, I am a spreadsheet with no control over my selections. Secondly, <coughs> Mr. Shannon scored the exact number of points that I did. Way to go, John. And now, on with the picks. The San Francisco 49ers are the underdogs today. I've checked the weather, and I am taking the 49ers, giving up six and one half points. Going for two. Give me the over, and the total points will be 73. As far as I'm concerned, the Philadelphia Eagles can go to Geno's, and stuff their faces with cheese steaks. Niners. Now, let's move on to the AFC Championship game, shall we? Great goodly moogly. The Kansas City chefs are a measly, point and a half favorite. Well, I have no choice. I'm going for two. I like T. Higgins, and the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm giving up six and one half points. Give me the over, and the total points will be 59. Enjoy the games. Bill, f*** you. Feel better now? <laughs> Thank you, Gerald. I appreciate it. Oh, well, he uh, he 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 heard that you weren't uh, you weren't you were unhappy last week with. Uh, he, 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 I thought for a minute there he was going to go off on Johnny, and then he just he circled right back to me. Oh no, I'd no, have, no! He I'd have whipped him through this modem and tore his voice back out. He uh, what's that, Gerald? Yeah, come over to come over to the extra mic, Bill. You. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Gerald, kiss my, you know. Easy now. Gerald is an integral part of the show. You, my friend, are oh, an intruder. I'm not replaceable by a computer. You're, you're a tolerated a spreadsheet. You're, you're a tolerated intruder. All right. What, so- you don't, what you don't know, Bill, is, is that uh, we were just auditioning your replacement. So. Oh, yay. It's a Casio handheld calculator. I noticed. <laughs> All right, let's let's review this week's picks. Um, 
for the NFC Championship game today, uh, I'm the only one not taking the Niners. John's going for two and giving up six and a half points. I'm giving up two and a half points with the Fleagles. Uh, and that was actually their name at one point. Uh, Bill's taking two and a half point with, with the Niners. And Gerald is doing the exact same thing John is. Uh, going for two, giving up six and a half points, taking the Niners. Uh, everybody takes the over except me. I'm taking the under. Uh, John's exact point total on this game is 45 minus 34 <laughs> because I picked under. Uh, Bill is at 52 and Gerald is at 73 for the late game today, the Ooh. AFC Championship. John uh, is going with his Kansas City Chefs, great googly moogly. Uh, he's given up a point and a half. He's taken the over, which at 48 points. And of course, so he chose an exact point total that is under. At 46. <laughs> I'm taking the Bengals. <laughs> I'm getting a point and a half. I'm taking the under. And I, I think it'll be 36 points, Bill. Bill, again, taking those Kansas City chefs. Great googly moogly. I'll never get tired of saying that. Giving up no. a point. <laughs> no, I will not. That's the greatest commercial ever. Great googly uh -huh. moogly. Who are the chefs? <laughs> uh, he's taking the over. It's 48 points. He's going over. And lo and behold, his exact point total is 67 points, which is over meanwhile gerald over. gerald's going for two on this one taking the Bengals, giving up six and a half points he's taking the over and his exact point total is 59 points one more time before we go let's take a quick look at the points uh the the the, the standings and uh sucks to be some of these guys i tell you what i wouldn't want to be one of them Ball. Hey, if it goes bad for you today, Ed, uh, it could be close. It could be very close. So, wait, wait how much are these? Uh, how much of these uh, points are for the wins this week? Oh, the wins, the wins are worth uh, three points this week. So, if you've gone for two, it's worth six points. Ooh, you could have gone for three, and it would have been worth nine points. So. That's going to conclude John and Ed versus the spread for this week. We hope everybody enjoys the games. Now, remember, if you're going to use our picks to bet real money, John, what is it we always say? Just put down a crack pipe. The crack. Pipe. There you so, go. There you go. That's uh, that's where we stand. Fire up another bowl. And uh, we will we will talk about next week uh, about today's games next week and. We'll have plenty of time to talk about the Super Bowl, which I believe will be Cincinnati and San Francisco. Not according to your picks. Oh, I'm not always wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong. Not for a while, but I've been wrong. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed that out there, John. It was <laughs> Bill, f*** you. Thank you, Gerald. Yep. Mm. <laughs> he has a bleep. You don't. No, I don't. So I got to kind of when I. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so look, you guys still have plenty of time to catch up next week and the following week. We're going to go over all the prop bets that will be available for the Super Bowl. Tons of points still to be won. So nobody is out of this yet. Not by a long shot. Except so, for Gerald. Maybe. Maybe not. I think he's mathematically eliminated at this point, isn't he? Oh, you haven't seen the prop bets. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> There's probably going to be 10 prop bets. 
At what? One point each? Two uh, point each? It's going to depend on the bet. I can tell oh, you. Okay. Cool. I can, I can tell you one of them that we're going to have is uh, he. I, I'll give you a sampling. Okay. It's going to be total yards passing for both teams. Uh, that'll probably be worth ten points get within you know within like fifty yards. Total yards running worth ten points within you know something like 25 yards uh we will have a uh, number of interceptions number of turnovers i should say total uh and uh kickoff temperature kickoff temperature kickoff temperature <laughs> yeah whatever the official Wait, so we're not we're not gonna do like the coin flip and oh yeah we're gonna do first first down oh yeah and... we're gonna do that kind of stuff too okay yeah, that's all all right. gonna be in there but i i just want to give you an idea of you know where we uh we don't have all the point structure uh laid out yet with the thing well i think you should actually give us 10 points for who gives a crap on the halftime show <laughs> then everybody would get 10 points <laughs> exactly everybody would get 10 points and I can tell you right now, Super Bowl Sunday, I'm telling you right now, I'm giving everybody advance warning. We are playing the best, greatest halftime show ever. When Fox oh, aired In Living Color live, I think NBC or CBS. Oh, there's there's Super Bowl picks. What, oh. no, when, uh, when, when you had men on football. Uh huh. They they aired an episode live during the halftime show, and that men on football thing is a classic. I'm telling you right now, we're playing that at our halftime on Super Bowl. Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. It'll be something like that. I'm gonna tear uh, Bill's shirt off. (laughs) Oh oh yeah. Oh no. (sighs) Wardrobe malfunction. John, the That's orchestra it. is waiting for your cue. The radio TFI orchestra. Well, I ran out of cues, so here's an R. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the battle of the one-hit wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, well, here is our uh, our first challenger. Oh, goodness. Help if I'd actually had this up. Oh, my. Because Goodness tonight by the Patty, Patty Smith Group from And our other challenger from 1974, here is Redbone.
All right, and our seven-time <laughs> returning champion now from 1984. This is Twisted Sister. There's our uh, there's our three contestants here for Battle of the One Hit Wonders. Are you ready? We're ready. <sighs> hold on, hold on. Goose Fabra, Goose Fabra. All right. No, I asked. Are you ready? Yeah. Give him the crickets, Ed. You guys are pathetic. I don't have them available. <laughs> oh damn it. All right, here we go. Here is your winner. And Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion with 44% of the total vote. It's Twisted Sister. We're not going to take it.
It's your eight-time, count eight-time returning champion, Twisted Sister, with We're Not Gonna Take It. I'd like to set forth a proposal here. We need term limits on these one-hit wonders. Because apparently nobody can vote them out of office. So we need well, term limits. Well, Spirit of the Sky got voted out. Dog, if I'd have picked that song eight weeks ago, it would have been done and gone already. <laughs> well, maybe this is a you problem. I've said it! What? By the way, that was me. That was me walking into the dynamite shed with a lit match. <laughs> Pretty, much. Pretty much. Yep. Exactly. John, let's get some numbers here and see how badly. I mean, how uh, how well Twisted Sister did this week. Hey, it only got forty four percent for the win. It was a. It actually was a real close battle. Uh, on Twitter, uh, actually. Uh, we're not going to take it because the night we're in a dead heat. 36% for both songs with, uh, come get, or, uh, come and get your love getting 29% of the vote. I know those numbers don't quite add up, but that's just because they don't ever give you the, uh, actual decimals behind it. So well, hell I'm getting point. closer. Yeah, you are. Well, who what knows what would have happened if we wouldn't have had a, uh, a third uh, song? For the audience. I would have. I would have beat it um, last week. So you know, look, Bill, you picked a great song. I hope you've had the opportunity yeah. to listen to the other versions of it. No, actually, I forgot all about it. So and that's <laughs> just type it into YouTube yeah, because said, tonight. Yeah. He uh, sub- once he submitted, he said, "Ah, screw it. This ain't got a chance." <laughs> It's so, catch right. and release. On on Facebook, uh, uh, we're not going to take it. Was a little bit more dominant. Fifty four percent of the vote. Uh, Come get your love. Actually turned in at second place with thirty six, uh-huh. and because the night only garnered nine percent of the vote. Was 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 there by chance, John, a fourth pick? On Facebook? I saw you tried to do that on Facebook. <laughs> I saw I, that. I, I had nothing to do with that. that. All right. <laughs> Again, total numbers. Uh, we're not going to take it. 44% of the vote. Come and get your love. A very respectable 32%. And by the way, I want you guys to know, that's actually the song I voted for this week. Really? I love that. Did you now? You voted against your own song? Voted against my own song. And a boy. And a boy. And uh, uh, because the night uh, registered a 24% of the vote. Facebook, they're a killer. I tell you, Bill, I'm with you on that. I, you know, they used to be my peeps. Now Twitter's coming around to me and Facebook's messing me up. And you hate Twitter. Yeah, well, not anymore, I guess. I <laughs> he may ask, Wait a minute. Am I hearing I'm going to open up my own account? No. That would, No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, didn't say I didn't go that far. <laughs> All right, before we run Our out of time here. Here is your challenge. Oh, yeah, we got two challengers again for this next week. That's right. This is uh, my challenger. Go ahead and, 
Yeah, you're going to have to introduce it. I have no idea. You didn't look? I know I didn't. <sighs> he was busy. Fine. From 1991, it's Right Said Fred. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. I feel like one of the guys from the Proud Boys I just dug an eye out after that. Oh my God! <laughs> was it the, was it the song, Bill, or was it uh, something else? A little bit know. of both. It was the video. <laughs> see, what you you folks couldn't see if you're watching the video uh, when we put up the big card. It's got the song name and the band logo and all that. We can still see each other. And Bill seems to be a little disturbed by my dancing. Uh, it was very disturbing. It was very disturbing. All right. So that was Right Said Fred and I'm Too Sexy, which I always thought was Bill's theme song from the 80s or the 90s, mm -hmm. I should say. 90s. Go ahead, John. Finish it out. Well, 
here is your here's somebody to counter that claim uh, from counter that claim. <laughs> <laughs> this is believe it or not, seeing it in honor of having uh, Miss Kara Schultz on with us. I decided she submitted a song here for the uh, for the contest, so I figured, well, I'll grab that one here. So in her honor. And she says this defi- this uh, defines her very well. I can see that. Uh, this is uh, hey, from, hey, hey. from 1997. This is Meredith Meredith Brooks.
All right, from 1997, that's Meredith Brooks with Bitch. And no, Bill, that's not spelled B-I-C-H. 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 <laughs> I'm a goddess on my knees. Uh, <laughs> um, that was called the head nurse when we were in the hospital. Oh, hey now. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was the term. How'd you know who the head nurse was at the she hospital? The, dirty the one with the knee pad. That's the one. <laughs> Bill, do you know the difference? Do you, do you, uh, I can't tell that joke. Okay. You can tell it off the air. I will. In about <laughs> seven minutes, six minutes. Bill has, gone, like Bill has gone sans headphones now, so uh, I'm not sure what it means, but. It means the steam was coming out my ears. <laughs> They had to release it, you know. It's... I had to release it, so yes. But, so now we have our three competitors for next week. And uh, can, can Twisted Sister go for nine in a row? It's getting within spitting. Oh, I'm sure it can. It's, going for, it's in spitting distance of... Uh, uh, don't, even, don't say it. Don't, please don't say it. Don, somebody's moving the other phone. I know. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lori. We can see you. Security! <laughs> I've only been doing that for the last month, and she just now all of a sudden got curious on the tab. Well, oh, tab. okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, be, that, be that as it may. So anyway, good luck to everybody next week. I, uh, I, 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 You know, I had a song I was going to pick, and then I, I did the research on it. Turns out it wasn't their only... Uh, it was a shame too, because it was a good song. It was a very good song. Now well, now you got to tell us what it was. And now I'm trying to remember. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so good, it I can't remember so, it. I haven't got an effing clue what it was, but but it's I, the it, over under Ed. It's the over under. <laughs> it's uh, I I hear you, and uh, one of these days, <laughs> one of these days, my my brain is just gonna. It's just going to work. And uh, when that synopsis fires, we'll all know. Oh, man, it's going to be. Uh, oh, is that it? Oh, you know what it was? What are you asking us for? It was Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, believe it or not, that douche had more than one song. He had. Actually, it was the original. Ice Ice Baby was the B-side to he did a remake of Play That Funky Music. Oh, really? Now that I know. Oh. And that hit high enough that it disqualified uh, uh, the the site I was looking on claimed there was Ice Ice Baby was a one hit wonder, but it couldn't be because I wanted to do that song. I really did, but it. Well, now one that really threw me off this last week, and I was watching something. I think it was on MTV. Of course, they're doing this the top ten countdowns, whatever the hell they do, and one of them was one hit wonders, and this guy said Fog Hat. Uh, slow ride was a one-hit wonder, and I know for a fact that's not true. What was well, you got to remember? You have well, to they remember. had "Fool for the City" was their other hit. How? how and plus, how? plus there was there's a Fog Hat's greatest hits album. Well, every, so that kind of would preclude it right no, there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody puts out a greatest hits album, even if they've only had one hit. We've had one hit. Yeah, it's called a forty-five. Stop and think about about this. The Grateful Dead, I believe, would be eligible for this. They had the one song hit the top forty. I mean, nobody can say they weren't a successful band over the years, but they didn't. 
they didn't hit the top 40. One time, I can't remember the name of the song. Uh, I remember the video. They were all skeletons and uh, still trying to figure out. Still trying to figure out where they had two drummers, but be that as it may. The other one was a prop one drummer. Was, no, they had one two. was out, not enough. Clearly, clearly. And thanks, thanks <laughs> for taking that statement seriously, boys. I mean, yeah, you you could sit there. We could we could do two hours of just playing Grateful Dead music that everybody will recognize, but they weren't hit. So one of these days, one of these days it's going to have to just dust off the vault and just say we're going to put all this uh, all the serious stuff behind. And I just think that we just should have uh, a week where we just do nothing but play music, have fun, and just you know, isn't that just what kind of be. Isn't that what this hour is about? I was going to say. <laughs> well, we only wind up. We only wind up playing uh, bits of three songs. Now it's then... five. No, now it's five. We play bits of of two, and then the third one we play a bit of. We play the full thing, and two more full songs. So, you know, plus we have Gerald in this hour. I, I mean, you can't. Gerald, go bleep yourself, Bill. Fuck you. <laughs> he's always listening he's always omnipresent <laughs> gerald <laughs> he asked me to set this up for him too did he bill fuck you <laughs> he said you weren't happy that you didn't hear it last week so now get ready <sighs> yeah, thank did. god mercifully <laughs> mercifully is right mercifully it is time to say bye-bye here, folks. So, hey, thanks for checking in with us here this week. Thank you, Kara Schultz, for joining us here. It was a hoot. We'll have to do it again. And uh, for uh, that guy up there, Ed, and that other guy down there, Bill, I'm John. And I got the money. See ya!